Welcome to Beyond the Balance Sheet, the podcast that helps advisors, clinical professionals, and affluent families understand the complexities of issues related to our mental, physical, and emotional well-being. Our co-hosts, Arden O'Connor and Diana Clark, will interview a series of guests on a range of topics, providing informative content and practical tools for professionals and families to consider. Here are your hosts, Arden and Diana. Hi, and welcome to an episode of Beyond the Balance Sheet podcast. I'm Diana Clark, and my guest today is Tamar Schiffman. She is the co-founder of Concierge Insurance Solutions, and today we're going to talk about insurance. Prior to her work in the insurance industry and as a broker, she was involved in real estate developing high-end, very high-end residential real estate and got to know a certain population based in that practice as well, which she brings to her current venture. So welcome, Tamar. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) I am really curious, how did you segue from real estate to insurance? Love to hear that. (laughs) It's a good question. I don't think I would have ever been pegged as an insurance person (laughs) prior to this, but my my story is the result of lightning hitting my parents' chimney and stars aligning. It's all about luck and timing and how we capitalize on them. In 2016, my parents' chimney got struck by lightning. There was so much frustration around the way the claim was handled that I called my childhood friend, Aaron Tobin, an insurance guru to get some insight. I mean, he's a true technical genius. Aaron not only explained the issues pertaining to the specifics of their incident, but also highlighted some major concerns regarding the PNC personal lines market in general. First, the insurance market is a reactive industry. Surprise. (laughs) Second, there's a lot of benign neglect that results from the way in which most brokerages are structured. You see, the problem is that most people in the industry sell the insurance, pass it on to an administrator, and then don't really pay attention. They don't even do annual reviews. You just expect to get an annual increase in the mail. I was shocked. This is not the world from which I came. At the time, Aaron was at an intersection in his life. He could continue to climb the corporate ladder or he could start his own brokerage. I was questioning all of my life decisions. (laughs) I think that's what you do after having a fourth child, so (laughs) I'm not sure. (laughs) But this conversation and then the new realization led to a business plan. We then approached my dad with the idea. He had built his former company, CMS, to amazing heights before he retired in 2013. Retirement did not suit him. And this opportunity was perfect. It allowed him access to his prior network while not competing with prior partners. He got a chance to build another company and to help people by properly structuring their safety net. And I can say we're adding real value. I like that. And I like calling it the safety net as opposed to insurance. Insurance sounds so cut and dry. Safety net makes me think I want a bigger safety net. So when you work with people of high net worth, because I imagine that's your field, this is the goal of this podcast, is to talk to people about real wealth and what that brings with it. 
What are the differences from their perspective than the ordinary Joe? It's a good question. Um, well, there was a recent article published, I want to say by Ceruli Associates, I might have that wrong, but they stated that Gen X households, which are defined as individuals born between 1965 and 1980, are going to inherit an estimated 30-some trillion over the next 20 years. And part of that is going to be in the form of property, art, jewelry, and other valuables. So with all of these assets, there is a tremendous need to properly structure their insurance portfolios and to bring the next gen into those conversations. Benign neglect is no longer an option. Understanding what a family has, how the assets are used and by whom, and what the plans are for those assets all determine a family's, how a family's portfolio should be structured. Once the structure is determined, then it's up to the broker to find a carrier that best fits the client's needs. So if it's okay, I'm gonna put in a little plug for concierge because we do take a holistic and multi-generational approach, which is very different from the traditional transactional approach that I had discussed before um, that Aaron taught me about. So the first thing we do is perform a comprehensive analysis in order to properly structure our client's portfolios. It's great. I mean, there is so much excitement around properly structuring a client's portfolio. I can proudly say that we've saved over 90% of our clients anywhere from 10 to 40% in annual premiums while doubling their coverage. But that excitement and the safety net and the cost savings is only the starting point. It's our concierge level service, our multiple touch points a year, and annual face-to-face -face reviews with our clients, which we actually do via Zoom, that creates a long-term value. Families, their assets, and the insurance market is constantly in flux. And it's these high-level touch points throughout the year that differentiate us and add the long-lasting value. That's great. So, and I think of what you're doing is responsive to legislation. It's responsive to all kinds of things. What are the changes in risks and liabilities that have occurred over the last decade or two decades? I'd say that there are two main uh, changes that are affecting the high net worth client um, that differ you know, from 15 or so years ago. The first is technology, and the second is climate change. <laughs> so let's focus on technology for a second because it's a big topic. Um, it's an integral part of our everyday lives, right? Automobiles, the internet, smart homes, phones. I mean, we can't live without them. This podcast, so cool. <laughs> but we have to be careful, right? speeding, texting, talking on a cell phone, operating a vehicle while under the influence or facing anxiety. I mean, these are all obstacles we face when driving. Unfortunately, I mean, as you know too well, wealth doesn't shield a family from substance abuse or addiction, mental health, eating disorders, and the stigma that comes with all these issues. If something happens to a family member that comes from wealth when driving or hosting at their home, they're more susceptible to lawsuits. 
So throwing in the insurance side of it, excess liability, which is also known as umbrella coverage, this is their first line of defense to protect their assets when a lawsuit is brought on. It's a hot topic and it's gonna to continue to be one as it pertains to the high net worth client. One of the largest gaps in coverage we see pertains to excess liability. I mean, it's extremely scary how many people who have significant wealth walk around with less than 5 million in coverage. And yet the verdicts keep getting larger, which means these very smart, sophisticated and hardworking people are vulnerable. I mean, the crazy part of this whole thing is that it's a relatively nominal cost to double your coverage. I mean, you're only talking a few hundred dollars to go from 5 million to 10 million in coverage. The other hot topic as it relates to technology is cyber. So cybercrime is a significant, significant exposure and it's on the rise like never before with the incorporation of smart home systems, internet-based devices, online banking, and working from home due to COVID, there's been a tremendous uptick in cyber claims. Corporations are not the only target anymore. Everyone is. So technology sounds like it's all doom and gloom, but <laughs> it's not all negative, right? We have automobile companies or the manufacturers that are taking huge strides in vehicle safety, right? Cars are now equipped with standard features such as backup cameras, side airbags, traction control, smart home, smart homes, their devices, internet-based systems all have dual authentication to try to make you less of a target so you can safely enjoy the luxuries that come with these systems. Insurance has made excess liability more affordable, cyber liability is available, and the use of technology to prevent risk is now rewarded. So as it relates to technology, it comes down to being proactive. We believe there are two ways that a family can be proactive. First, mm -hmm. assess the amount of excess liability coverage you carry versus the delta it would cost to increase. As mentioned, it's relatively nominal, just a few hundred dollars. The second is to try to deal with these problems before a tragic accident might threaten your assets and or rip your family asunder. I mean, your company, the O'Connor Professional Group is one of the solutions. So that's one big threat. <laughs> it was a mouthful, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I feel like there was a lot to cover in that. Um, the second threat, which not only affects the high net worth clientele is climate change, but climate change affects the high net worth clientele from an insurance standpoint, because most of our clients have properties on a coast. We're seeing more frequent storms, more flooding, higher winds, and greater residual damage. We're also seeing a mass exit of carriers as they try to avoid these higher risks. So for these clients, it's important to have a sophisticated broker because of how tough the markets are, and it's also important to be with a high net worth carrier. Not only is their coverage broader, but they are financially stable. They also utilize new technology for wildfire defense and hurricane protection. And they reward you, like I said, for implementing uh, new technologies to prevent risk, so. I would think that in California, 
particularly, it would be tough to get insurance because of fires and because of flooding and because of the coastal storms at this point. How do you navigate, you know, my understanding of insurance is limited to, in some ways, 3 a.m. bad commercials on who's out there. How do you locate <laughs> good, good insurance and those bases that you're talking about? Are they a solid company? Are they offering what you actually need? That kind of thing. How is that searched out? I'd say it starts with your broker. Um, like the O'Connor Professional Group, I consider you the broker um, to, for families who are dealing with um, behavioral and mental health issues. We are the broker for their insurance portfolio. Um, we do a tremendous amount of due diligence. There are ratings that are associated with the different insurance carriers. Um, and we are constantly researching and learning. The coasts are an extremely tough market right now. AIG just removed itself from California. <laughs> they are one of the leading high net worth carriers. Um, yes. As these carriers are moving out, it is extremely important for brokers to go out and properly structure a client's portfolio while also ensuring that the carriers are able to cover the assets. I, it's, it's, a very, it's been a very tough year some tough conversations, but with the proper knowledge um, and being proactive, you can stay ahead of it. I'm just curious, do you ever have a conversation with a client that you're working with who decides that the risk or cost of insurance actually outweighs the benefit of coastal property at this point? We have not gotten to that point yet. Mm -hmm. um, our clients are the high net worth clientele um, and the cost of insurance is not going to make or break or change their lifestyle. Um, not having the property may change their lifestyle. <laughs> Correct. Correct. I get that. I get that. Yeah. I just wonder <laughs> in those conversations, Exactly. You're highlighting in your conversations the fact that something can happen. In order to yes, be particular and protected from risk, you need to discuss risk, right? Correct. We believe our clients should continue to live their lives and maintain their lifestyle while properly protecting their lifestyle. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. That makes complete sense. So we do a lot of work with different generations and different needs among different generations. Are there different needs in insurance for different generations that you see? Yes and no. <laughs> um, 
it really depends on where someone is in their life cycle. You could have a first gen who I would say is on the older side and is starting to uh, condense their portfolio or have passed on a lot to their second gen and third gen. You could have a first gen who is in the height of their expansion with their assets. Um, the most important thing when dealing with multiple generations is to have a conversation with all generations. It's important for a broker to look at the entire picture and not to look at somebody in a vacuum. When we focus on our clients, we focus on the entire family because that grandchild or that grandparent could affect one another. Um, we believe in educating everybody in terms of the entire spectrum and there could be solutions that are unseen when siloed. That makes complete sense to me. That makes complete yeah. sense. I mean, well, it's personal insurance, but we don't live in a vacuum, right? We're all part of this interconnected web, so. <laughs> Absolutely. And if one generation isn't insured well enough, it does impact other generations because they may feel it is incumbent upon them to assume that risk for the person who's not insuring. Yeah. I can see and if you have somebody who is driving under the influence and God forbid kills an oncoming driver, the repercussions are not sitting just on that one individual. It's sitting on the shoulders of the entire family. So. Yeah, I get that. Well, thank you, Tamar. This has been a really fascinating conversation for me. Again, I want to say that it was really informative about why insurance is necessary, whether we're underinsured, and the elements we should be looking at when we're exploring insurance, including okay. what thank kind of so much we should use. Thank you so much for having me, and I'm glad I could add some value. Thank you. This has been an episode of Beyond the Balance Sheet podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, please like us on your platform of choice. See you soon. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Balance Sheet, a podcast designed to help advisors, clinical professionals, and affluent families solve some of their biggest medical, psychiatric, and emotional challenges. Visit beyondthebalancesheet.com to read more about our guests and resources and sign up for our newsletter.